Welcome to The Way the World Works, where the trusted team behind the Tuttle Twins books tackles current events, hot topics, and fun ideas to help your family find clarity in a world full of confusion. Hey, Brittany. Hi, Connor. A while back, we talked about doing an episode about the Boston Massacre trial and and why it was so important. I wanted to dive into that with you today. And John Adams, who we've talked about before, he is the star of this episode. And so by way of reminder, just the very simple version of this, and if you want more detail, you can go to our, our uh, America's History books that we have, tuttletwins.com slash history, where we tell this and many other stories of the past uh, in a lot more detail. But the, the short version is that you know, British troops were in uh, Boston. Uh, they were in the Massachusetts colony. They were in other places as well. And they were kind of the military because keep in mind all the people who lived there at the time all considered themselves British citizens. So they were kind of the, the police force and the military. Uh, but because some of the colonists had gotten a little bit rebellious and you had the Sons of Liberty who were kind of, you know, spreading anarchy in the streets and, and creating conflict, uh, the, the government, the British government ordered more of a, a troop presence um, in, uh, in the area of Boston. And so for a period of time you had, uh, it was almost like, um, like some gun uh, proverbial kind of gunpowder just being stored and stored so that when things exploded, it would be, uh, a lot bigger. And so that confrontation, it happened in, uh, March of 1770. And there were nine British soldiers who ended up shooting uh, several people in a crowd of like three to 400 people, uh, colonists who were, you know, they were harassing them. They were throwing, you know, tomatoes and probably rocks Sticks, and other clubs or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, they were clearly, you know, causing problems, uh, but not, not shooting or, or killing any soldiers. So the soldiers ended up fighting back. Um, now, now there was a lot of propaganda around this. So you had people like Paul Revere, who saw an opportunity here to paint the British in a very negative light. And so he's the one, as I recall, who uh, dubbed this a massacre. That's kind of where I did not know that. Yeah. So Paul Revere and and Sam Adams, um, you know, because troops had been here for like two years in in Massachusetts Bay and they were there to kind of protect the officials that the British crown had appointed. They, they were there to enforce some, you know, unpopular legislation that parliament had passed. Cause keep in mind, you've got all this like, you know, sugar act and tea act and stamp act and all this stuff going on. And so there were very tense relations between the civilians and the soldiers. And, and so, um, a mob of, of, of civilians, of, uh, colonists, they formed around this, this British guard. And as I said, they were kind of, uh, abusing him and then a bunch of other soldiers joined and then they uh one one person fired one british soldier fired and that prompted the other ones to fire without an order so they they weren't ordered by their commanding officer to to fire but someone with you know a a, whatever a trigger finger you know they they shot when they (laughs) shouldn't have and then as as you can imagine you know if, if you're in a super tense situation and you hear one of your fellow soldiers shoot you might think oh maybe that i guess there was an order Right. And, and I just didn't hear it. So I better shoot, too. And so all these other uh, all, all these other uh, soldiers fired one one. Um, they, they killed three people. Um, eight people were wounded. And I think two of them later died of their wounds. Uh, 
so you know the crowd disperses um the the soldiers disperse and there were eight soldiers um and and a few civilians as well that were arrested and charged with murder and and what's really interesting here Brittany, is that they they were they were charged with murder and and the patriots at the time the local colonists wanted to use this opportunity like paul revere and sam adams and these guys to really fan the flames of rebellion look what happened the british have opened fire on unarmed civilians this is the government that we have today this is the oppression that we're living under we need to throw off the shackles of this tyranny right that that's the approach that they were taking and so then you get john adams coming along and doing what some might perceive to be kind of this this traitorous you know action which is he decides as a lawyer that he's not going to represent the the colonists he's going to represent the british soldiers he he's going to be the lawyer for uh for the british soldiers and and so Brittany, you know you you work kind of in a league you understand lawsuits and and courtroom stuff and you uh have had some kind of experience uh, working with a lot of lawyers why do you think someone like john adams would be the lawyer for these british soldiers when i'm sure he sympathized more with you know i think they were uh cousins you know sam met with his cousin with mm-hmm. paul revere with these patriots why would a guy like john adams decide to actually represent uh these these soldiers who fired on unarmed civilians what do you think yeah and this is one reason i love john adams even though i don't agree with everything of, that he believed as far as like when we became a country and wanting to form, you know, the constitution. But John Adams was a really unique man in that he had his beliefs. Like you said, his cousin, Sam Adams was sons of Liberty, very like, let's, let's get them at any cost. And John Adams was a little bit more level headed. He definitely agreed with the sentiment of the American colonists. He knew what the British crown was doing was wrong, but he was not so quick to rush into something. He liked to think about things first and to take his time, but he was also this brilliant lawyer and lawyers by default are at least supposed to be pretty logical. Not all of them are, but <laughs> so he's this brilliant uh, lawyer. But he was also, in my opinion, when you look at John Adams and you contrast him with the other founders and framers, there was something about John Adams that was so like he had so much integrity, and and he was just so committed to his beliefs, even when they weren't. Um, what's the word I'm looking for, like convenient to his end. So like he believed in the rule of law, which means that, you know, you have to obey the law no matter what. And one part of that is that everybody has the right to a trial, right? We act like this is something that we got, like that is unique to America. But the reason that we have the, you know, the Bill of Rights that has our guarantee to to a fair trial is because that is what the British Crown was supposed to be doing, but they weren't. And so if anybody knew the importance of a fair trial, it was the American colonists and especially lawyers. And so when John Adams was asked to do this by, I think it was a friend who was like a loyalist to the British crown, you know, he wrestled with it for a long time because this is, he's going to be threatened. He's going to deal with a lot of backlash, even from his own cousin. So this is dangerous. He had a family to think about, but he had to, he had to listen to his conscience and his conscience was telling him that if they want, they meaning the colonists, wanted to stand up and and say that we each had the right to a fair trial to let our you know our, the facts of the case be heard then they were going to have to lead by example they were going to have to do the same thing 
And John Adams, in a time when nobody was really willing to do that, decided to, you know, represent the British soldiers and make sure that, that the truth came out. And so that was just that to me is one of the most amazing things anyone could have done during that time because it was so hard to be openly, you know, on the side of the British loyalists. And, and John Adams wasn't, but his actions may have given that appearance to people. So, yeah, it was incredible, incredible that he was able to do that. I, I think there's an interesting principle um, that I that I take away from this story, and uh, there's a few, but one that comes to mind is that how we treat our enemies is how they will treat us. And I think it was Abraham Lincoln. He once had this quote where he says, never give a power to your, uh, to your friend that you wouldn't want your enemy to have. And, and so, for example, let's say that, you know, the president of the United States, when the Republicans are in charge and, you know, they're fighting terrorism or all this kind of stuff, they say, hey, we want the president to be able to spy on every American citizen. Right. And, and they're OK with it because the, the the president at the time is a member of their own party and he's using this new power for a reason that they agree with. And so they're they're all fine. But they've created what's called a precedent, which means like an example so that when the president is in the future, let's say a, de- a, a Democrat and he wants to spy on Republicans or he wants to spy on parents who are fighting at school board meetings, right? Or he wants to uh, fi- uh, spy on people who believe that, you know, there are two genders or, or whatever the topic might be. Um, the, the problem is that the precedent was set, the example. And so now you've given a power to your friend, a Republican president, that your enemy is now using. So uh, I, I don't often quote Abraham Lincoln for reasons we'll probably <laughs> get into it on some podcast that we do. Um, but, but I think that quote is, is very smart that you need to be very careful about empowering the government to do something you agree with when that same power can be turned against you. So here's John Adams and, and whether he understood this fully or not, I'm sure he did. He was a very smart guy, but like deciding to represent the British soldiers and make sure that they had a fair hearing in a local, you know, court there in the, in the colony, making sure that, that that even these people that everyone thought was guilty were, were guilty. Everyone thought they were guilty. Uh, everyone thought, you know, why do we need a trial? Like string them up in the town square, you know, and these, these guys need to be, you know, put to death. And, and so here's John Adams saying, well, no, we, we need to make sure that they are given a fair trial because when the roles are reversed, that's exactly what the founding fathers are demanding with the declaration and everything else. We are entitled to these rights. You should be protecting them and you're not. So it almost would have been hypocritical for the colonists to not make sure that I, I see this as kind of an extension of the golden rule, right? Mm-hmm. Treat other people the way you want to be treated. And so we have our Tuttle Twins book all about the golden rule. And, and so treat your political opponents the way that you would want them to treat you. Or this is why torture is bad, right? If we torture, you know, other countries, soldiers trying to get information out of them what we're basically saying is like okay hey other country when you capture our soldiers go ahead and torture them you know or hey we're going to use a, a a like oppenheimers in the theaters right now right we're, we're going to use the atom bomb so suddenly you've given permission to other countries to do the same you know and, and hostile nations like russia or whatever so I find i find john adams actions really interesting even though i am sure that he got a lot of flack 
for uh, for his decision from his, you know, his his compatriots, the the fellow you know lovers of liberty that were trying to fan the flames against Great Britain, and so uh, at at the end of the trial, uh, six, so six of the soldiers they were acquitted, uh, which means that uh, the charges were dropped; they were found you know not guilty, uh, and the other two they were actually convicted of manslaughter. Uh, meaning it's murder is when it's like premeditated, like you thought ahead of time, I'm going to, I'm going to kill that person. And then you do it. That's murder. Manslaughter is, is like, you know, you have a car accident and the other person dies. Uh, you didn't intend to kill them. You hadn't thought about it beforehand. So for those listening who don't know, that's manslaughter means someone died and you're responsible, even though you didn't intend for it to be the case. So two of these soldiers, they were convicted of manslaughter. They were given reduced sentences. Um, and the two, <laughs> I thought this was interesting, the two people, the soldiers that were found guilty of manslaughter, they were sentenced to branding on their hand. And so they, they just, almost like a scarlet letter, they just got this mark to kind of say, hey, you, you know, killed someone and you shouldn't have. Um, and so, you know, John was a very good lawyer. He uh, did a very fair job uh, representing them. And I, I think it's very respectable, as you were pointing out, Brittany, to have that level of integrity where even though these are soldiers that you think they were in the wrong to a large degree you still feel like there's this this bigger principle at play where they deserve legal representation they deserve a fair hearing uh even though everyone already thinks that they're guilty and as it turns out most of them were as i say acquitted they were uh, not guilty uh final thoughts Brittany. no i think you're absolutely right and i'm um I'm always, I used to want to be a lawyer. Now I just work for them because I think that's <laughs> better than being a lawyer. But I, John Adams was one of the reasons I wanted to do that because I think having so much principle is the most important thing. And that's why I have so much um, respect for defense attorneys who defend people that may very well be guilty, but they do it not because they think they're innocent, but because they know that for the justice system to work, everybody deserves a fair trial. So yeah. That's right. Yeah, even even when we think they're guilty, even when there's video evidence of the crime, even when, you know, because you never know, you never know. And some some of these cases where everyone thinks that someone's guilty, it turns out that, you know, things could be totally wrong and, and totally backwards. You hear of people all the time who were sentenced to death for committing a murder. And then years later, you know, it's discovered that they didn't actually commit the murder, you know, through DNA evidence or other things. And so... The, this, the process that we use is very important, making sure that we protect people's rights, making sure that even if we think someone's guilty or even if we think, you know, we ought to string them up in the town square, that that we have to have this process. John Adams recognized it. Uh, I agree with you, Brittany. There's some things about him I don't love. We've talked about things like the Alien and Sedition Acts uh, before. But, uh, but in this case, I, I think it was a very praiseworthy gesture for him uh, to do this. And I think it set a good example at the formation of our country to say, we stand up for people's, you know, rights, even, even when they're accused, the government has the burden of proving it and we have to have a process about it. And so I think those are good examples uh, that we can look to and make sure that we fight for those same uh, processes and freedoms today because they're under attack and many people, you know, want to take shortcuts and they, they, uh, they don't want to give people their fair due. So we can learn from history 
repeat the good stuff, learn from the mistakes of the past and try and build a better future. Brittany, great chatting as always. And until next time, we'll talk to you later. Talk to you later. You've been listening to The Way the World Works. Make sure your family is subscribed and check out TuttleTwins.com for more awesome content.